every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino and kyle Krabs from the draft network and we are your hosts here on this wednesday edition of the show we know it's wednesday but we're doing college football picks against the spread top 25 a big slate this week time to make some money time to hit that 60 percent is what i got my eyes on kyle how we doing big big yeah, I got the big Bills fan all jazzed up for tomorrow's Thursday Dallas game, Joe. I found this, listen, I found this for the first time ever yesterday. And the mafia was like, dude, have you been living under a rock? And and you had seen this apparently quite a few times, correct? Right. It's It's one of those staple clips that is part of your life if you're a Bills fan. But I found this, this guy, his name's... Is it Mike Miller? Mark. Mark Miller. And Joe, I've been begging you for 24 hours to give me a little flavor of your version of Mark Miller because Buffalo plays the Cowboys tomorrow. I need this in my life. Yeah, except for I don't have that type of enthusiasm towards the game, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh. So if, if you have not seen it, it's I'm assuming before the Super Bowl in 93. Yeah. And uh, they, they, Mark Miller goes on this big rant about some guy he knows named Gary who's been rubbing his face that the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. And uh, just Mark talks a bunch of trash on the Cowboys. And uh, it is an all time classic, memeable clip. And I've already had a couple people that are like, You are going to run this clip into the ground, aren't you? And I absolutely am. How about that? I mean, we can't forget about the Jaguars lady in this moment. Uh, we're going to uh, take them to the limit. <laughs> take it to the limit. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, was, what was she say something about? Oh, steal the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another great all-time classic one, too. We random, have to bring that back. Random thought. The Josh Dobbs trade for the Steelers to the Jaguars was a lose-lose for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what a sure is. They had Minshew, didn't have any need for Dobbs, and all of a sudden the Steelers would kill to have Dobbs. They benched Mason Rudolph, and Mike Tomlin in his press conference said, why are you starting Devlin Hodges? And he looked that reporter dead in the eye and said, because he hadn't killed us. <laughs> and did, did you see the clip of him saying it? Oh, brother, it was, he was stared into that man's soul. <laughs> he He leaned into the microphone. <laughs> real close and said it just like this and then he popped up and smiled <laughs> he looked across the whole room when he was done too and he smiled oh he's he's savage in that moment i don't understand why he had to be like that but uh okay <laughs> so you have to imagine the steelers probably going to be back in the quarterback <laughs> market when it's all said and done uh but at least you got make a fitzpatrick guys okay yeah, cool we, we've we want to do some picks. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So uh, you won last week. Do you want to go first or not? No, we tied last week. Oh, well, then the tie break, you won the week before. So it's your choice. And I, you know, Correct. I don't care. So. Correct. Correct. 
Um, I'm going to say give me second this week. All right. Uh, the first five games are Friday games. Uh, Virginia Tech number 24 at Virginia, Kyle. I am very much rooting for Virginia because if they win this game, they go to the ACC championship game, which would mean we have a uh, for seven consecutive years, a different winner of the Coastal. Every single team in the Coastal will have won that uh, that side of the conference. But here's the problem. Virginia Tech's playing good. Uh, this defense has back to back shutouts. Uh, but, you know, I think they're really gearing up for Bud Foster end of his run here. They're all of a sudden eight and three. They're on a heater. I don't think Virginia is going to be able to match up with them. They got this new quarterback over there in Virginia Tech that um, uh, is playing good ball, has reinvigorated this offense. And I'll be honest with you, I just don't think Virginia has enough answers, even though they're at home. Virginia Tech's won like the last bazillion of these games. Give me the Hokies to cover two and a half. My number's not right here, by the way. What number's not right? My loss number in the loss column. Uh, 105 plus nine is it's 114. Yeah. Yes. You gave me 124. You bastard. I'm sitting nope. here doing the math, debating how liberal I want to be with debating you on this game, because there's a part of me that really wants to pick the Cavs. just because you know, I want them. You know, I love Virginia. Yeah, no. And, and I know you, I know you want them, but at the same time, rivalry weekend, we've already talked about how this can be super weird and it's not going to make any sense how it turns out. It's a small line, and Virginia's at home. And the Cavaliers have one of those QBs and Bryce Perkins who can make some stuff happen on his own, get off script. They've got a pretty good defense of their own. I might come back and change this game. I'll fall in line with you for now and go with Virginia Tech. Okay. But don't be surprised if I come back and change it. Now, Number 17, Iowa, goes on the road to play Nebraska. And Nebraska's five-and-a-half-point underdogs in this football game. Another Friday night game. I feel like Iowa's they're, – they're typical Iowa, which is why it makes so much sense that <laughs> you chose to go there on yesterday's Takes on Takes. They are rock-solid. <laughs> You know what you're going to get, and it's really boring. But I don't think Nebraska is going to be able to move the ball with consistency against the Hawkeyes. I think Iowa will cover a five and a half and probably win by a touchdown. I hate this spread so much about it. I hate hate the Friday component. I hate that Nebraska's at home. I hate that I'm relying on Iowa to score enough points to cover. Uh, um, Nebraska has been terrible this year. They had a, uh-huh. a quote unquote, get right game against Maryland. Holy shnikes have the Turks <laughs> falling off the face of the earth, losing 54 to seven at home to the Huskers. Um, I, if there's anything Nebraska can do is they, they're a threat to score. And that makes me really nervous with them at home in this game. I got to be completely honest with you. Um, wow. Nebraska's two and nine against the spread this year. <laughs> Iowa's five and six. I think that I think I, I can see I uh, Nebraska taking this. I'm just uh, I'm a little fluttered on that one. I'm just going to go with Iowa. Yeah, mostly because Nebraska's two and nine against the spread, and I. I it's I like the know. more information you collect on that game, the more you're like, yeah, my, it's probably just going to be Iowa. <laughs> right. 
All right, uh, nine, this is a ranked matchup here on a Friday. Uh, Cincinnati, number 19, at Memphis, number 18. Memphis, an 11-point favorite. Um, that's a lot of points, Cal. That is a lot of points. Now, Memphis scores a lot of points, but Cincinnati's got a halfway decent defense. Cincinnati's won a million games in a row. So is Memphis. They're both teams are extremely hot. Now, the difference is Memphis is you know, winning big, and Cincinnati is sometimes winning big, and they had close wins over Temple and UC- USF the last two weeks. Uh, Memphis 8-3 and three against the spread this year. They're at home. It's a Friday. I think that they can score enough to put a lot of stress on an okay Cincinnati Bearcats offense that they may be able to cover this. I'm going to go with the Tigers. I agree with you going with the Tigers. And the only reason I'm going this direction is because Cincinnati screwed me last week. <laughs> I felt that one. Listen, they they had it. They How about Navy? Scores. Navy yeah. had it, brother. Oh, yeah. They I were saw down. the lead. I checked out. I said, I got the dub here. I'm moving on. Well, well it was like, what, 28 to 6 or something like that? At halftime, I'm like, there's no way Navy's coming back with this <laughs> option offense. Everything I thought would happen happened. And then, what oh, the man. hell? And then the, and the football gods righted the wrong because you got the Temple game last week. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Boise State. Uh, number 20 Boise State on the road against Colorado State. I believe this is the last Friday night game, correct? Uh, the next one as well, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Boise State is favored by 13.5 points against Colorado State. Boise State whooped up on Utah State last week, which neither one of us saw coming. We both took Utah State at home plus eight. Didn't get it. Boise State... This is about that time of year where they always seem to flip the switch and come on strong against an unimpressive Colorado State team. Give me Boise State to cover 13 and a half and win by at least two touchdowns. The Boise mojo is back. God, I wish Boise was at home in this game. You know, I mean, I I think to win the game, I get nervous about 13 and a half points. I know Colorado State has dropped their last two to Wyoming and Air Force, but they've proven the ability to score some points earlier in the year. And well, Boise's scoring them now, uh, you know, for over 42 points, over over 42 points in three of their last four games. Um, man, I wish it was like 10. <sighs> I'm going to go Boise. I hate yeah! that. I, I hate these spreads. I hate these spreads. Yeah! This is a tough. It's a, lot, it's a lot of big spreads for we got big spreads for road teams in, in a couple of these games. It just it. makes it really weird. Yeah, it's and, and it's funny. It's like we, I feel like we know the most we could possibly know about the teams, but so does freaking Vegas, right? So right, kind of double edged sword there. Uh, number twenty five. This is the last uh, Friday game so far. Twenty five App State at Troy. Um, the Mountaineers favored by twelve and a half, and they've been a good bet for us this year. App State, um, but again, the team you like is on the road on a Friday. Man, Troy's a bad football team. Give me the Mountaineers. I have no reason to pick Troy in this football game. Well, the fact that they have to lose by less than 13 points, that would be a reason. Do I see that happening? No. So looking over the Friday night games, Joe, we're due for some trouble here. Yeah, I know it. Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Because we picked Tech on the road, 
Iowa on the road, Cincinnati, or we pick Memphis at home, Boise on the road, and App State on the road. It's not, it's not going to go well. I'm, I'm going to change the Tech game to Virginia when we're said and done. I, I know it. That's going to be the game. Man, I that's the one game I feel decent about. Like, I, I want to change, like, Boise State. <laughs> go ahead. How dare you? Our well, Broncos. I only get one. All right, let's All right. move on. Yep. Number one, Ohio State. At number 13, Michigan, Ohio State is favored by eight and a half points, Joe. We just got done talking about how we've put ourselves in trouble because we're taking road favorites with big spreads. And I'm going to do the exact same thing again with Ohio State because I do not think Michigan can turn this into enough of a slugfest to keep Ohio State off the scoreboard to the degree that Michigan would need to to keep this game competitive. I wouldn't be surprised if this one be is a game that is very close at halftime, like they typically are, but Ohio State has too many weapons, too much speed, too much depth. Give me the Buckeyes. Yeah, I hate this spread too. Uh, Michigan's playing good uh, lately. They have covered their, their seven and four against the spread this year. Um, they're at home. It's a rivalry game, but I, I I tend to agree. I think Ohio State is is a um, a humble. They'll be a humbling opponent for Michigan. All right, uh, number three, Clemson at South Carolina. Clemson's favored by twenty seven and a half. And um, man, I hate that a lot. Um, I think it's too many points. I do. Uh, South Carolina has found a way, even in bad years, when Clemson's been great to score points on them. Uh, give me South Carolina to lose but cover at home. That's too many points. I would classify this spread as a butt-ton of points. Uh, yeah, I'll go with you on this one, South Carolina. Just losing by less than four touchdowns. Give me, <laughs> right. give, give me twenty-four, right? Like, sure. Clemson, Clemson can win by twenty-four points. South Carolina still covers the spread. And Jill, I don't know what universe we live in that anybody thinks. I'm sure this soundbite will come back to bite me. Anybody thinks Georgia is going to win a game by twenty-nine or more points? Another rivalry game at Georgia Tech. Georgia favored by 28 and a half points. Ain't no way Georgia's going to cover 28 and a half. Give me tech to cover at home. Same kind of concept. Too many points on the road. But in this case, it's just because I don't think Georgia's all that good. Not a lot of respect for Georgia. Georgia. Um, Man, yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> Looking over uh, Georgia's inventory of games, you know what they don't do? They don't score a uh, you know like uh, a lot of points. Um, and I mean Georgia Tech coming off a win over NC State, extra time to prepare. You think George or Jeff Collins isn't going to empty the tank in this game mm-hmm. at home? Want mm-hmm. this this brand win? Mm-hmm. They're not going to win the game, but they're not going to lose by twenty nine. Uh, go uh, go Tech. All right. Um, Oh, I get to do the Iron Bowl. Huh? I'm glad you've got this one. <laughs> uh, number five, Alabama. Number f- at number fifteen, Auburn. Alabama's favored by three and a half. Whew. What if two was playing? Would the spread be like ten? 
Uh, you know, we don't love Auburn on this show. Um, we don't love Bo Nix. But they're home. Yeah, they're home. They're home, Kyle. Playing against an Alabama defense that gave up a ton to a mobile quarterback in Ole Miss. Wait, I don't like when you try to influence me. Um, Auburn 7-3 and three against spread this year, man. At home? Am I going to do this? Mac Jones. <sighs> shaky second level of the defense. I'm going to bet on Saban. Alabama, roll tide. You pushed too hard there. I'm, I'm legit thinking of taking it. Jeez Louise. Um, I'm not going to catch you, right? So, like, what is it? What is an extra game making as, as far as a difference at this point? I think you want as high of a percentage as possible. I think you should pick correctly. But I think Auburn is the right pick. Then you should pick Auburn. But you picked Alabama. <laughs> I know. I don't know what to tell you. Why you did had, you pick Alabama? Just because I don't like Bo Nix. And I feel You're like. Right. You're, you're absolutely right. Mac Jones is not Tua Tunga Viola, but he's also not Bo Nix, and that to me should be enough. Alabama. You've talked me into it. <laughs> All right. Because every time we've picked Bo Nix on this show, in a big game, they've fallen flat on their face. Rutgers at number eight, Penn State. Penn State cover are getting 40 and a half points. Now, Rutgers has had some decent moments this year, Joe. Penn State has also had some disappointing moments this year, but I don't think this is going to be one of those games. I think Penn State, last home game of the season, as a team that unfortunately lost to Ohio State last week. They looked like they were going to make a push when they got a bunch of turnovers in the third quarter. It didn't happen. They're going to want to go out on the right note. I think they will take care of business and comfortably beat Rutgers at home. Too many points for me. Uh, Rutgers didn't lose to Ohio State by 40. The, um, they're not losing to Penn, to Penn State by 40. Give me, give me Rutgers. Listen, to there's, there's no letdown game scenario here because there is no next game. Yeah, Rutgers is going to want to go win the game. It's fine. They're going to lose by 30. Okay. All right. Uh, All right. So uh, Wisconsin, number 12, at Minnesota, number eight. Wisconsin's favored by two and a half, Kyle. Um, This this line says something, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It's it's a scary line to me. This this is the Baylor line from a couple weeks ago. Man, Minnesota, why did Minnesota lost to freaking Iowa? They really screwed their season, huh? Yeah. That wasn't a game you lose. Um, I don't know. Wisconsin's been a little vulnerable lately, right? Was Minnesota stops to run okay? Yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota can actually pass the ball. Yeah, for sure. That's not even a problem for them. Got Tyler Johnson, yeah. Rashad Bateman, they got... Give me, give me the home team. Give me the home team to. Uh, I mean, I'm getting points. Okay, at home. Give me Minnesota. Yeah. 
Badgers by a field goal. I mean, I can see it happen. It's going to be a tight game. Yeah, the, this this is literally a coin flip game. Right. Um, number nine Baylor is on the road playing the Kansas Jayhawks, and they're favored by fourteen points. Uh, Kansas has shown some life this year. They hung fifty up on Boston College. Uh, they got scrappy here a, a couple late games, and the fact that it's a Big Twelve game is always unsettling because. Big 12 is just a weird conference, but uh, Baylor's going to be coming into this game as the ninth ranked team in the country with an opportunity to get revenge against Oklahoma in the Big 12 championship game. The only team that's beat them this year. I think Baylor knows they need to show up. They need to show up in a big way. They need to take care of business. So they get that second crack at Oklahoma. Give me Baylor to cover 14, even though it is a little bit of a big number. Yeah, I hate this. I mean, I hate all these lines this week. Um, I think I'm going to buy into what you're selling there in terms of Baylor needing style points. Um, and I think they'll go in there and try to run up the score a little bit. So give me give me Baylor to cover, man. I hate well, this. and it's, especially think about like Baylor as the ninth ranked team in the college football playoff rankings, right? Yeah, they're going to play like a team. Oklahoma. They're going to play a team that's in front of them in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Utah has to play Oregon. So Utah, who's in front of them, may lose. Georgia or LSU is going to lose. Alabama won't have a championship game to play in. They could lose to Auburn. They could lose to Auburn. And what's Auburn ranked? 15? Yep. So... Baylor's got an opportunity here to try and make a statement, but they have to get big time style points and they'll need them in both games. All right. Can't wait to have a losing record here to close out the season. Um, All right. Oregon state at number 14, Oregon, Oregon, regular Oregon favored by 19 coming off of that. I hate you, Oregon coming off that third performance to Arizona state. Um, Isn't this game usually pretty close? Uh, yeah, they've had some, they've had some weird ones. I mean, Oregon state's been playing good this year, man. Like they're not getting killed by anybody. They're not losing by 20 and lose by 20 at Washington state or Washington beat Arizona state Cal. Give me the beavers a cover. Yeah, I agree. This, this is too big of a line for a team in Oregon that has just been kind of frustrating you know they they had the great showing two weeks ago and then they come out and they lay the egg that they laid against arizona state in arizona state i understand this game's at home but oregon like your playoff hopes are dead you had a bad road loss to arizona state who had like what lost four in a row coming into this game right i i think you have a better chance of seeing oregon come out deflated as a hangover from killing their college football playoff hopes in a game they should have yeah. easily won, then yeah. then you see Oregon come out motivated to show well. Oregon State eight and three against the spread as well this year. Oh, lock it in. Go Beavs. Yeah. Notre Dame at Stanford. God, this line sucks too, Joe. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, I'm keeping I'm taking that free bet on my bookie for the 250 bucks on the Bears Lions game, and I'm staying away from all of this mess this yep. weekend, man. Yep. I- 
Number 16, Notre Dame it, at Stanford. Notre Dame is favored by seven or 16 and a half points. <laughs> yep. Here's the thing. Stanford's not that good, but neither is Notre Dame. Give me Stanford at home just because that's a huge number for a row team in Notre Dame that I think is not capable of living up to those high expectations week in and week out. And they've they've played well in stretches of the season, but they're also a little bit bipolar. Yeah, and I and I like David Shaw as, as a coach, right? To to have his guys ready to to you know, get a win here to kind of give them some momentum here at the end of the year. So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, Stanford covers, probably doesn't win, but 16 and a half is a lot for them, for the Irish to cover on the road. All right, I've got uh, Texas A&M, who has the hardest uh, schedule in college football history, uh, at number two, LSU. LSU favored by 16 and a half. Whew. Hey, another spread I hate. Uh, Remember when Texas A&M was like college football playoff contender at the beginning of the year? Well, they, I mean, they, you see the schedule. I understand that, but we said that at the beginning of the year. So there's yeah. no way you can tell us with a straight face Texas and is going to win ten games with the schedule. I mean, the fact that they can win, they can they have a chance at nine is pretty pretty good to me. Um, Tigers at home, they got to be kind of a little pissed off that they dropped from one to two. Yeah, I would. Well, be. they they just shouldn't have blown covering the spread last week against Arkansas. <sighs> yeah, right. They had it. I wanted, you know, I wanted Arkansas too. I kind of, kind of got talked out of it. Um, 16 and a half, Kyle. LSU is six and five against the spread this year. Texas A&M seven and four. No question. It going to be on. <laughs> Did you, where's the laugh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like straight, straight cookie monster laugh. That's terrific. Oh, have I bought enough time here? This is, this is one I hate, Kyle. Cool Tigers. Come on, Joe. You got picked a toggle. You're dumb. I'm just going to do it. I'll pick an LSU. I don't know. I hate the spread. Go Tigers. LSU, baby. Let's go lock it I, in. I think they probably need some style points, though, right? Because if, if they if they wind up losing in the SEC championship game, you know they're going to want right. to go back and look. I mean, Texas A&M is going to be the one team every every team in contention's played, right? Yeah, you want to. I think you're going to want to play well there. Right. You want to. You want to have a larger margin of victory in that game yeah. than especially at home. Yeah, that's what I convinced myself with. I don't know. <laughs> no, Ed, Ed O convinced you. Don't lie. Yeah, well, let's be honest. Yeah, it's true. Iowa State on the road, favored by four and a half against <laughs> Kansas State. Joe, everything about this line screams nightmare because it's a road team on the road against a tough, hard-nosed, disciplined team in the conference that we can't pick for shit. So what do we do? <laughs> I'm going to take the advice that we had a couple weeks ago on this on this show when we said, whatever you think you're going to do, do the opposite. And logic would point towards Iowa State on the road as the ranked team covering a marginal spread in four and a half. And that is why I'm going to pick Kansas State for no reason other than avoiding exactly what my gut would tell me to do in a weird line game. Uh, here's why I'm going to go with Kansas State, uh, because they're 8-3 and three against the spread this year, and Iowa State 5-5. Uh, five and five. 
that's my rationale. All right, Colorado at number six, Utah. Utah favored by 28 and a half. Uh, Colorado has beaten Washington and Stanford the last two weeks, Kyle. Utah's team, you know, you know, I like, I mean, this is a team that holds opponents to 55 rushing yards a game, 10 points, only not even 250 total yards. I like me some Utah Utes football, man. Colorado bad statistically on offense or on defense. Utah's going to be able to shut them down. They need the style points. They want to go to the playoffs. Give me the Utes at home. Wait, let me check one thing. Oh, they're eight and three against the spread this year. Yes, Give me the Utes. This is a Utes line for sure. I'm taking the Utes here as well. Team that actually does have it all on the table, and they should be able to roll up a bunch of points on Colorado defensively. Uh, they just have to worry about containing LaVisca Chanel. I think they've got the firepower up front in the front seven to get after uh, Steven Montez, and I think that they have in Jalen Johnson and the safeties that they have there enough in the secondary to really put the, the clamps on. Uh, Florida State. At Florida, Florida favored by 17 points. You hate it, Kyle? <laughs> I hate, hate this one as well. I oh, hate yeah. it. Yeah, they're all Listen, bad. Florida State's already pulled the trigger. They're done with their coach. They've made the change. Florida State, what's their record this year? Six and five. Okay, so they're going bowling. Didn't Florida State just have this where, like, they were really bad and then they showed up and they played Florida, like, three years ago and they they, they either won the game or they gave them, like, a hell of a game? Uh, I think Florida State usually plays them pretty tight. I just think this is too many points for Florida in one of the most intense rivalries that you will find because all of these dudes played high school ball together in the state of Florida, and they come up and they hate each other. They all hate each other. And I think that is going to keep this game super tight. Give me Florida State to cover plus 17. Yeah, I mean, Florida hadn't been beating teams by 17 this year. You know, I mean, like reasonable teams they haven't. (laughs) Teams like Vanderbilt, yeah. But... They played Missouri somewhat tight. They played South Carolina somewhat tight. They lost to Georgia and LSU. Yeah, I think I think I buy what I, I'm buying what you're selling there. I'm going to go with Florida State, and I, I just want to let you know that I hate the pick. All right, last one here, uh, number seven, <laughs> Oklahoma, at number twenty-one, Oklahoma State. Kyle, I listened to Mike Gundy talk yesterday, and he said that Oklahoma runs the wishbone from the spread formation. Thought that was a fun comment. Um, the Sooners are favored by 13 and a half. Um, they ain't been beating teams by 13 and a half. They won by four, three and three, their last three against TCU, Baylor and I, Iowa state. Why should I believe that they're going to beat Oklahoma state by 14 at Oklahoma state at yeah, Boone Pickens stadium? Yeah. That stadium gets rowdy and it's tight to the field. Oklahoma State eight and two against the spread this year. Go pokes! Wow, I did not know that eight and oh, two. Yeah, Oklahoma's four and six against spread. Yeah, yeah I might take the two. over in the points here. It's sixty nine and a half right now. Oh, hammer the over! 
there's going to be 80 points in this game. That's guaranteed. what they average. That's Oklahoma State averages 35. Oklahoma averages 45. 80 is the number, right? Yeah. Nope. That's the free money here. It's not, the, it's not the line. It's the over. Yeah. Give me the pokes. Go pokes. Joe, I'm doing it. I have not forgotten. I'm changing Virginia Tech. I don't know why. To the Hokies. That was that's or to to the Cavs. I the feel Cavs. decent about maybe three picks this week, and one of them is Virginia Tech. Well, I can't wait for me to be wrong and for you to say mm-hmm. I told you so next week. All right, so I get a chance to change one. Yeah, go ahead and change Boise State. Let's get real weird this change week. About, I wish I can change about fifteen of these. <laughs> can we change the lines and do it over again? Yeah, well, can we redo these lines because these sucked? All right, I get one. Let me just take an honest look at these. He going to do oh. one. Oh, I'm I'm changing at least one. I I can only change one. I just need to pick the one that I want to change. Jesus, man. Um, no, I like we have a lot different. Do you want to mark those while I'm trying to make up my mind here? Uh, uh, I don't, but I will. How's that? Uh, that's a typical response. Um, you going with C's, huh? No, okay. I tried to hit X. I'm doing I'm doing the the spreadsheet on my phone. I told you. Oh wow. <sighs> Okay, I most I feel I definitely I think I'm thinking it's going to be this Boise State Colorado State. Let me just imagine. Keep, keep looking. Imagine me. betting against our Broncos. They've not been good against the spread this year. Rutgers, They've been I good like to them. us. They've been good to us. And I failed this once, and I felt like it really stung. Last week? Oh, it was like three weeks ago. Uh, okay, no, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stick with it. No, you cannot do this. You got just got. We have three different right now. You're sitting here. Oh my god! I wish I could change five. And then it comes time to actually make a change, and you're like, No, I'm just gonna. Well, what am I supposed up. to do? Like, I, I vote with my gut all year, and I've done well. Like, it, I don't. Is, is this the week to second guess something? I haven't changed much, have I? You almost never change. Well, so why would I start changing now? Because it's last game of the year. Joe can't hold anything back. <laughs> Well, I don't like I don't like it enough to I don't know. I don't think there's anything I want to change here. 19 games this week, Joe. Yeah. That means do you know what your your percentage is right now? You're yeah. 146 and 101 on the year. I think it's 59.1% and some change. Okay, so you need to get like 62%. <laughs> I'm not going to have a winning record this week, man. I don't know. This looks this looks this is the toughest I've seen it. You need to go 12 and 7 this week to give yourself a chance at 60%. Okay, well go whatever just teams laying I, it, I picked. Lay, laying on on the table for you. All right. Well, I guess that's going to do it for us. Uh listen, Thanksgiving's tomorrow, so we're going to take a little bit of time away. We're going to enjoy our holiday. We hope you guys enjoy your holidays as well. I know I speak for Joe when we say we are thankful for all of you listening to the show, uh, all of you for uh, following along at the Draft Network and each of our independent uh, ventures that we work with, Joe with the Bills, uh, myself with the Dolphins, and uh, we thank you for your continued support. I am Kyle Krabs signing off with Joe Marino, and thanks as always for listening to the Draft Dudes podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E 
AV on YouTube.